Welcome everybody to another episode of Bedley Legal. I'm your host, Joel Vasquez. It is after tax day, therefore I do not have to hide my last name from you anymore. And the uh, John Q. Public Schmo can look up the records and see that my name is correct. It is Joel Vasquez. We have a special guest in the house today. Uh, I want to introduce him first before we get our sponsors. It's uh, Brian Conti once again. Let's all give him a round of applause. Toodle loop loop, bitches. Toodle loop loop, bitches. Indeed. Thank you for joining us, Brian. Uh, let me get through the sponsor real quick and we'll get to the meat and potatoes of the podcast, if you will. Uh, our, for our sponsor today, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, Bear Claws Frozen Stuffed Peppers. <coughs> Bear Claws Frozen Stuffed Peppers. They're grandma's recipes straight from Siberia. Uh, they're filled with nothing but yummy goodness. Uh, it's grandma's recipe, so you know it's good. She's a little old, so you might find maybe a bifocal or two if you get them directly from the source. If you get them outsourced from Japan, they won't taste anything like the Siberia recipe. They'll taste like Japanese food, but that's the risk that you take when you buy outsourced food. Bear Claws Frozen Stuffed Peppers. Be sure to grab them anytime you're in Japan. They're delicious. Very delicious. We had a couple of them for dinner today, and I got to tell you, I'm stuck. I'll, I'll tell you what, every, every time I have one, I'm glad Bear Claw got his hands on that recipe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if you ever do have some extra time on your hands, ask Bear Claw what his grandma did to him when he was nine years old. But it's a hell of a story. Uh, let me just say this. I'm glad Siberians aren't in that amount anymore. I'll just say that. Anyways, everybody, uh, we're going to be uh, diving into some hard-hitting topics. Uh, If a question comes up, we'll go ahead and address it. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't have any hard-hitting questions, but I do have hard-hitting conversation. And when I'm talking hard-hitting conversation, I'm talking about this one hits hard. All right, that's the only type of conversations that we have, especially with Mr. Brian Conti. Uh, you wouldn't know it from hearing him, but the guy exudes comedy. I'm going to try to have him dial it down a little bit. Maybe we can have some serious conversations here, address some issues, resolve some issues, maybe even get some new issues. Who knows? Uh, but I won't keep them from you guys any longer. Brian, uh, you have anything to say to the public before we start? Just bring it on. You have anything to plug? Uh, any dates? Are you going to be uh, doing any stand-up? Um, I'll be doing some stand-up. Mostly for my family and my dog. They seem to rece- receive me pretty well. Compared to Sold-out shows? Sold out shows. All five all right. spots on the couch are taken. 
you heard it from here, folks. Don't try to buy tickets. They're sold out. If you do get a scalper or two in the parking lot, don't trust you. them. Don't trust them. You heard it from the source. No, nobody's scalping these tickets. Nobody's scalping these tickets. That's right. Uh, let me ask you this, Brian. Uh, what are you What are you smoking on today? Um, I don't know exactly what it is because I poured all of it into one container. But it's a three it's a three weed blend that I've cultivated. A three weed blend. Yeah. Is it is this on par to like a, a four cheese pizza where you can taste the different cheeses, or are you just like sucking back on like fruit punch? It's more like a fruit punch, a hard hitting fruit punch. Well, I would I wouldn't assume it's not hard hitting. Especially if you're smoking it on this podcast. No, you know, I mean, you cut, you come correct, or you don't come at all. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be honest with you here. Me myself, I'm smoking on a strong sativa blend, rolled up in a nice little joint, just to get the night started, to get the conversation started as well. And uh, my good friend Brian here came to me a couple nights ago. It was about 3 a.m. He couldn't sleep. He was pacing up and down his room. Didn't know what to do. And you know why? Because he had a hard-hitting question that needed an answer. I know I said I would, we don't have hard-hitting questions. Uh, that was a, a, obviously a fib. The first hard-hitting question is the one that Brian has. And um, Brian, what's what's the hard hitting question? Uh, I'm kind of upset and asked you about this last time I saw you, but do you like guacamole? Wow. Um, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't ready uh, for your question. <coughs> uh, I don't think anybody would be. I think if you went up to heaven and you saw Saint Peter and you're like, Mister Peter, sir. Uh, you like guacamole? He might just slap you, tell you to go away. So you go straight to hell. Yeah, it depends. I think it depends what day it is. You know, he's got a lot of traffic incoming. And he's just stressed. He wants to go to the bar. You don't have time for that. Yeah. End of the day. Yeah, it's, it's like four fifty-seven. He clocks out at five. The homie's already at the bar waiting for him. They got the first round. His beer's just sitting there. Then you come up and you say, Mr. St. Peter, do you like guacamole? Kablamo! Smack me straight to hell. Yeah, for sure. Now, I, I got a question that comes out of that. Who mm-hmm. does the pearly gates close at five, or is there a night shift? And who runs the night shift? That's a good question. That, I think that might be a slightly more hard-hitting than the guacamole question, which we're not going to shy away from. We're going to put the guacamole question on the side table right now. Okay. Right next to the alarm clock. This is bed with legal. We're supposed to be in bed. Right? We're going to put it there, and I'm going to address this question, Brian. Does heaven close at 5 p.m.? And it was a two-parter, right? And is there a night shift? Yeah. Okay. Here's my answer. Heaven does indeed close at 5. That's a yes. You want to know how I know? How do you know? God made us in his own image. I get off at five. 
I get off at 3.30. Maybe you were made by a different guy. Don't say that. I mean, you know, you never know how many there is up there. I'm immediately sad. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my answer to your second question. Is it like a skeleton crew that keeps things running? Is there a night shift, per se? What what would you consider night shift starts? I think, like, night shift starting at 6 is a little early. But who's... So is there a gap between service? I think so. Like a break, like everybody's taking a siesta, so like two hour break. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly right. I think the siesta in heaven starts at five p.m. and uh, the night shift probably comes in around eight thirty. Mops and you know, brooms and dustpans and everything ready to go. I think there might be just like one person that rotates the front desk. But here's, like, here's, here's where it gets a little different. I personally think there might be like a punishment to those, to those <laughs> angels up there that just don't fall in line, you know, the ones that test the limits. You can't exactly send them to hell. They're already in paradise. So what do you do? Night shift, front gate. Two weeks. Jimi Hendrix vomited on the carpet on the way in the end. Mop it up. Mop it up with your hands. Don't worry, I'll turn your hands into mops for right now. Yeah. It's going to be fun for you. So do you think so, so it sounds like so it sounds like you think God got a little vengeful after the revel, after the new uh testament came out. He got back to got back to basics. Let me tell you something. The New Testament for God was like the new metal era of music. Okay. I like the sound quality music, quality stuff, God, okay? But after a while, he had to go back to basics. Back and when what, metal was metal. Exactly. Back when metal was metal. Back when metal was metal and women were loose. There we go. And God was vengeful. I think that's where he's at right now, to be honest with you. I think he's just stayed in that mood for a couple of eons now, you know? I would perfectly explain what's going on. Yeah. And you know, the reason for that is nobody's listening to the metal that you bring now. Nope. You know, everybody's asking him to go back to the poppy new metal stuff. That's the way, that's the, that's the way of sin and destruction. Yeah, you know, you got to perk up your ears, baby. You got to listen to the, the metal, the new vengeful metal that God's playing. Yeah. Not that pop bullshit metal. <laughs> that pop bullshit. Nobody wants that pop bullshit. Nobody. Avenged yeah. Sevenfold? Gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> 
You made my stomach hurt. <laughs> what are you playing? Gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even let him answer. What is that on your head? Gross. Sounds pretty gross there, bro. Might want to change it. Might want to skip the track there, bud. <laughs> is this radio? Hopefully you have it on shuffle. <laughs> Anyways, those are my answers to your questions. I think it's twenty four seven. You think it's you think it's a seven eleven in there? Yeah, Saint Peter Saint Peter calls it a five and then Saint Jacob is coming in coming in hot to receive some new uh <laughs> new souls. <laughs> Saint Jacob, huh? The night shift guy? Huh? Saint Jacob the night shift guy? Yeah. He gives away uh, old pizza that St. Peter made in the morning. Oh, he orders it in fresh, but I mean, if you get there at 3 o'clock in the morning, the pizza's not going to be that great. <laughs> he's not ordering it again. He's, he's ordering 50 large pies right at the start yeah. of the shift. He doesn't care what time you get to the front. <laughs> but he sounds like St. Jacob. But he doesn't judge you too much. He's just like... <laughs> He's just like, take your piece of pizza and move on, move it along. So he's not a talker. It's nighttime in America. People are dying. Get out of here. That sounds like St. Jacob. And how, how long is the line to get into heaven? I would say it's like, uh, uh, like, have you ever been to Magic Mountain? Oh, yeah. 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 So, I thought it was a rhetorical question. <laughs> it is. I would say something like that. You know, like like if everybody was trying to get on Goliath at the same time. I love Goliath. I mean, who doesn't? It's Goliath. If you don't love her, you don't have a soul. You might as well be in that line waiting to get judged. Would you get on uh, uh, one that's built right next to Goliath called David? Called what? David. David? Yeah. It'd be a lot smaller, though, it sounds like. Yeah, it'd be a lot smaller, almost that you feel like it has pretentious loops. I don't even know if that makes sense, but it has pretentious loops. And they make you wear sandals. You know what I would like is like little, like, cloth chairs that, like, papoose you. Because it's like a a rock being in one of those things in a sling okay like almost like you're in a slouch yeah well you're like you're like papoose I don't know what the term is but you're like I, I don't know why I say papoose but you're papoose like a baby like wrapped up <coughs> I would picture that once that chair comes out and you sit down the word papoose like pops out and dust like are you gonna papoose me <laughs> are you ready to get papoosed <laughs> What's that called? Like when you like snuggle a baby or whatever. Um, when you wrap them up and blankets. When you when you wrap up swaddle. <coughs> you get swaddled <coughs> and then you fucking just get tossed around like a little rock in a sling. Do you know that's how David beat Goliath? I don't know if you if you know that. Yeah. No. No. Uh... I get, I get where you're going. I, I see that. I see. I mean, the, uh, I, I don't know how how religious you actually are, but 
what you know about the lore. <laughs> I've, I've played the video game. There's a video game? Yeah, the Bible. There's a Bible video game? Of course there is, Brian. Come on. You start off Genesis, right? You have to try to kill the snake, but can't. And then the snake ends up talking into you to bite the apple. Of course, you're a woman at the time. And then it switches over to Adam. And then and then you eat the apple and you have to leave paradise. And that's Exodus. And that's Exodus. Right. <laughs> get out of my paradise. Yeah. Exodus. And then you get into chapter two, or the next level, if you will. Really good game, though. The RPG. <laughs> you just keep leveling up David until you become Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, you just keep leveling <laughs> up, leveling up. Once you hit David mode, you know, it's hard to move on from there. You got all these giants coming after you. Yeah. Trying to challenge you. You got to get your carpenter license, uh, build a couple tables, boom, Jesus mode. And then you start performing all the miracles. All the bitches flock to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's when you really start converting people. You're like, yeah. hey, Christianity. Oh, but we don't have any wine. Well, guess what? You got all this water. Bam, wine. Bam, wine. Are you Christian now? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> wine. Then you break out the miracle gun, right? And you just start walking down the streets. Bam, miracle. miracle. Bam, miracle. Bam, miracle. Oh, you can't see? Where's my gun? Bam. Then you then you use Jesus sight. You see a demon. Bam, miracle kills him. Blam, miracle kill. Yep. Oh, this what's this little boy doing here? And he's only got two loaves of bread and five fish. Forty Bam. loaves. Forty loaves. I'm gonna feed all y'all. I'll feed all your fucking families, <laughs> dog. And that's I mean that's you know, I'm just quoting from the game. And they're and they're like, What's your name? I'm like, Jesus Christ, son. <laughs> <laughs> you, you saw the you saw the, the cutscene too. Then I think. Why well, is not how I would be? Fucking Jesus, Anyways, you can put it on easy mode, uh, Jesus mode, and then there's of course God mode. And then once you go past, once you pass God mode, then the game sort of just like shuts off everything in your house, and you have to sit in silence for like five minutes. And, and depending on how you played the game, you're either getting smoked, yeah, or left alone. Yeah, depending on how many miracles you you busted out with your miracle gun, uh, it might be a little bit longer. Yeah, were you, were you uh, were you a benevolent deity? Or were you a vengeful deity? Well, see, I started off vengeful. Well, I mean, that's how you got it. You got yeah, you, you, you have to. You can't, you can't start off as benevolent. They're going to walk all over you. The, uh, game, the uh, game's not going to let you go to the next the next level. Uh, it's going to end and say your, your followers walked all over you. Yeah. They don't respect you. They don't respect you. They called you at the hotel and said, hey, I don't respect you. You are now an Egyptian god. Oh, then, you, then you're sharing your power with thousands of fucking demon gods yeah no thank yeah, you yeah and then Anubis comes up and starts collecting tax from you oh you gotta it's not a good side game 
You got a dog that worships death? No, thank you. <coughs> yeah, exactly. You played this game. It's obvious you played this game. Yeah, I was just trying to make good conversation for the podcast. That's that's good. It works. Quality though. stuff. It's it works. Quality stuff. Yeah. If you don't think it's quality, then fuck you. Chew big red. Chew <laughs> 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 big red. too much fun yeah well and we gotta get two questions out of the way right so we gotta go to the side table because we've got a hot question sitting there that we haven't addressed that means we still have time on the clock we gotta address it address it all right side table question that we're gonna bring up to uh, debate here is do you like guacamole? Do you like guacamole? Um, how do you even answer that question right? You know? You can't just say, yeah, I do. And then expect from somebody to understand what you're trying to say. So you gotta you gotta break it down. You gotta you, you definitely have to address what type of guacamole do you like? Do you like that fresh shit that they do at the restaurant right next to your table? Do you like the stuff that's, you know, put in the little the little buckets over there at Cardenas? Or do you like or do you like that almost processed taste that you get at Stater Brothers? Are you asking me or are you narrating? I was narrating, but you can answer if you like. Okay. Well, I mean, I kind of like all guacamoles, but there definitely is a hierarchy. Yeah. Like, the, like there's table side and homemade guacamole up there, and then the Cardenas, and then the other, whatever you mentioned, the cardboard guac. <laughs> the cardboard, the standard brother cardboard guac? Yeah, it's still good. I mean, it, it's better than no guac. It, I mean, some guac is better than no guac, you're right. Now answer you, me this. Now answer me this. Do you like sour cream in your guacamole or no? Of course I like sour cream in my guacamole. What kind of person do you think I am? I don't know. I, I told I, I told somebody about two days ago that I put sour cream in my guacamole and they about spit in my face. That's probably because they're weird. Well, I, I mean, I, I didn't think... I mean, I, I obviously, if you don't like sour cream in your guacamole, that's fine. But to be so opposed to it that you respond to me with pure animosity is not normal. That's, well, that's un-American. That's what that is. That's, I, I believe me. He he knew my feelings on how American un-American that was. <laughs> Nobody calls out America <laughs> on my watch. <coughs> read about that so you you answer you answer me this do you consider that uh, green salsa juice that they give at Pollo Loco guacamole no good no that's good and I would say if you consider that guacamole then 
you don't even get a trip up to the pearly gates. You just slide straight into hell at the same right. level. That shit infuriates me that you brought that up. Walk me through this here. You you turn your car into the Pollo Loco. Go into the drive-thru. You say, hey, give me a BRC. Give me uh, the chicken one. And give me something else. And then they say, great. Do you want some sauce? And then you say, yeah, give me... What, what do you call that sauce? I don't know. How would you order it? Well, I mean, not knowing what it is. Yeah. I I would call it guacamole green sauce. Give me some of the guacamole green sauce. That's what they, they say. That's what it looks like. It looks like guacamole sauce. They say you got it, sir. And basically acknowledge that you called guacamole green sauce. And then, and at no point in time does anybody correct each other. So how do we fix that issue, Brian? We burn all El Pollo Locos to the ground. That's definitely a uh, a resolution. That can be resolution one. Resolution two might be to be a douche every time you go through the drive-thru and say, uh, give me some of that green sauce that's not guacamole, but looks like it. And then when they give it to you, you throw it right back at them. Okay, that could be resolution three. Let's throw it back in them. We'll keep two at just being the douche. I don't know why you're not on board with going scorched earth on this. <laughs> Believe me, I'm on board. Okay, I'm guy number one with the pitchfork. I'm just saying, if we can come up with five resolutions and two of them are not scorched earth, I, I think we'll we'll look less psychotic once we get caught. Well, I'm not. That's just me. I'm I'm not worried about being called psychotic. I mean, we're burning El Pollo Locos to the ground. That kind of <laughs> ship sailed already. Especially when they ask why, and I tell them. That's, I mean, that's pure madness. You're right. You know, we might just be end up being heroes to humanity. Oh, we will be heroes to humanity, but in the eyes of the law, we're burning in hell. That is true. But God, being the the man of the people that he is, will save us from that fate. And then and then, Saint, and then we got to deal with St. Peter, or is it St. Jacob? I don't know, we just walk in, fucking armed escort. No need to check in with the front gates? No, we just we, we just walk through the VIP door. These are heroes of Earth. Let them in. <laughs> These are heroes of Earth. <laughs> they have arrived. There's no reason for us to hold them up. In fact, like holding them up would actually be be kind of rude to them. Welcome, heroes of Earth. Take your seat at the main table. 
take your seat at the main table. The show will begin. Welcome I mean, we're not paradise. I mean, we're not front and center, obviously. We're off on the sides, but yeah, but we're in the group of the oh, yeah. you know top tell top shelf. And I mean, in reality, in reality, we really have no business being up there. But we did what we did, and we're here. Yeah, don't, don't don't shy away from the <laughs> deed now, Brian. Well, I mean, it's a good deed, but compared to who, who else is at that table, we're we're not. I mean. uh I don't know who's on that table. Remember Reagan? He's probably on that table. <laughs> yeah, he's Reagan's there. Yeah, Reagan's there. For sure, Reagan's there. Remember feeling safe? Yeah, remember feeling safe? <laughs> Fucking Reagan. Yeah, okay, so Reagan, we're not, of course, we're not Reagan level. <laughs> I mean, who else? Who else is up there? What about the guy that created Shamwell? Is he up there? Or do you think we're on his level? Oh, we're definitely on his level. Yeah, he's like sitting at our table, right? Yeah. I mean, we're okay. we're we're upset about it. I'm not too upset. I mean, the guy created Shamwell. Come on. I'm upset about it. How many times do you ask yourself, who the hell came up with this while you're using a Shamwell? I've never used a Shamwell. You didn't use Shamwell? No. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am not Sam Wild. I'm just wild. You've never watched the car? Well, I watched cars, but I didn't use a Sham Wow. I mean, not like a <laughs> Sham Wow labeled Sham Wow. No, I mostly use like sponges to dry. No, to wash it. Yeah, but use the shampoo to dry. No, I just use regular towels. Like your bath towel? Yeah. Like if you had one towel in the house. Well, we, and we had, don't. And you, and you had to go wash your car, you'd be using that towel? We don't have one towel in the house. I don't know why we <laughs> have just, one that's, towel. That's the question, Brian. What if you had one towel in the house? Well, if I, if, I have, if I have one towel in the house, I think washing the car is the least of my problems. Right, but then you, you wash your car. I probably wouldn't what? use my one towel on, on drying the car. Exactly. See, that's my point. You'd be using what? A ShamWow. I, if I have one towel, I can't afford a goddamn ShamWow, bro. It's <laughs> air drying. My car's going to fucking air dry in the sun is what's going to happen. <laughs> Oh man! I have, one, I have one towel. How the hell am I gonna afford a shampoo? How, how do you have one towel in the house? <laughs> you know things happen. You know, like, what if you bought like five towels and then you had to use four to put out a fire that your neighbor did accidentally? I, I guess if I'm using a towel to put out fires, I guess that one is on me. Right. Because, I mean, your first thought was like, oh, I got to grab the hose. There's no hose. Uh, the dog ripped it. Fucking dog. So you go grab wet towels. And you don't want to use all your towels, so you grab four of them. You wet them all up, and you go and put out that fire. You're about to grab all five of them, then you remember, I'm going to have to dry my car tomorrow. Yeah. Then you're like, hey, I got to wash my car tomorrow. I can't be using all five. 
I mean, you gotta you gotta remember when I when I was growing up, we had fucking like pretty much limitless towels. We had towels coming out the whole fucking wazoo, bro. Limitless towels. Yeah, dude, I I never ran you out. Get of like, you got like five towels dropped off a month at the front door. I don't know how we got all the towels, bro, but we had towels. <laughs> fucking towels everywhere, man. <laughs> I probably could use a different towel every day when I took showers and shit. Probably for like six months. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, dude, that, now you see why I'm just using towels. Why I'm not wasting money on Stranwells. I guess uh, if, I, if I lived in that mansion, that towel mansion, I guess I, I wouldn't be using a Stranwell either. I'm using yeah, six towels and just leaving them outside since I'm going to get six more magically from somewhere. <laughs> I, live with, I live with my grandma. She just loves to buy luxury items. <laughs> well, I guess I did answer your question, Brian. If, do you like guacamole? Yeah, I like it. I love it. <laughs> if you call something that's not guacamole, guacamole, guess what? I'm going to go scorch surf on you. I like okay. it. I love it. I love it more than life itself. Is that I, love, I love it more than regular salsa, to be honest with you. And, and if there's a possibility of me mixing both the guacamole and the salsa, guess what? I put in a dollop of sour cream on top of that mess, and I put in that in my taco. I don't, I don't know how you're going to take this, but you know what Like the best store-bought salsa is? You better watch your mouth. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's paste hot picante sauce. <laughs> see, see, now I know for a fact you ain't never told a lie in life. It's fucking delicious, bro. I love pace so much. Have you, ever, have you ever have you ever done the cheese cream with pace? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, you haven't. Do I, well, me and Ricky would fucking fucking do that shit and piss Ricky's mama because we eat all the cream cheese. Nah, you guys are probably the sour cream paste. Nah, bro, we'd empty the entire box of the clean cream cheese brick on a plate, put fucking paste sauce on it, and fucking microwave it for like thirty seconds. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to eat it. Yeah, and that's what we did. That's what I'm telling you. And you're saying we didn't. Uh, I got to I got to take you at a source on this. I'll tell you. Just to confirm. You fucking love that shit, bro. It's not that I don't believe you. It's just you sounded a little too enthusiastic. Because I love it. Yeah, see? I don't know. I'm going to put my penis in it. See, now I might believe you a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Anyways, do you like guacamole? Answer. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <coughs> That's good. Well, those are the hard-hitting questions that we have for you tonight, guys. Uh, we can go to Joe Rogan extend this for maybe another hour or so talking about aliens and DMT um, CIA stories you never heard of 
get sponsored by Fleshlight. The dream. Yeah. I got a, I got a question for you, Brian, before we go. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's a two-parter. But let me ask you this first question. What's your ideal toilet paper? Uh, Three-ply. Three-ply. Charmin, pers- ultra-ply. Personal, personal favorite. Yes. Yeah. If you were using three-ply, Charmin three-ply, let's say at a friend's house, right? Yeah. You're taking a poo. You just had some really good Albertos. Maybe you ate too much cream cheese with the paste. You know, you haven't done that in a while, so your stomach's got the bubbles. And you got to go take a poo. And you see your friend has Charmin three-ply. Are you being a gentleman and using the same amount you're using at home or are you saying oh this will fucked up because you got my favorite toilet paper it's on I use the same amount that I would use at home so you're, you're taking the general route well I mean it's, it's not like the luxury I, I'm just trying to get my ass clean it's not like I need to waste the toilet paper <laughs> And how many reps is too many reps? I don't know. For three ply, probably probably two. Two reps is too much. It should just be one. For three ply, for three ply, yeah. For see, for three ply, it, it that throws me off. I feel like I should just be using like two squares. I mean, I think a wrap is like two and a half. You think so? I think so. I can go see right now. I got three fire loaded up in the bathroom. Oh, I mean, you know, if, if we want to be scientists about this. I mean, this is fucking science, bro. Yeah. All right, we're in the bathroom. Yeah. That switch doesn't work, but that one does. All right. So I got the roll in my hand. Ah. All right, I grabbed it. One square, two square, it's three squares. Three squares for one rep. Yeah. See, that would be too much. Well, I mean, that's what I use at home. I do a rep. So you're using three squares, even if you're at your friend's house? Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's unreasonable. <clears throat> I don't think so either. Now here's the here's the real question. Well, the re- thing is, I got a large surface area that I got to cover. So, well, I mean, to each their own. You know, if you if you if you're walking around with Texas on the back, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? The real question that I want to ask is, what do you do when you find out your guest is taking advantage? of the toilet paper. And by that, I mean you walk in and maybe the toilet's clogged. Maybe there's just a shit ton of toilet paper in the trash can. It's all over the place. They obviously don't know how to wipe their ass. But yet, they're they're your guests. Well, I mean, how long is this guest staying? Are they just there for... 
Like, is it just going to be that one poo, or maybe is there going to be maybe one or two more coming on? Well, um, I mean, just for just for argument's sake, we're gonna we're gonna call a twenty-four hour visit. Okay, so that's possibly two poo at least. Possibly. I mean, if you're being the gracious host that you are, which I know you are, you're bombarding this guest with all the fine middles, nothing but top shelf cheeses, meatballs galore. I mean, they might squeeze out a third one. Well, after I discover the first one, sorry if I sound distant, I'm having a, a bowl. I would probably swap it out for a lower quality toilet paper and then see what happens there. If he does it again, then I'm going to have to say something. He's probably my fucking toilet. <laughs> so you, you just automatically got low grade paper sitting around? Yeah, for a fucking. I don't know what to call them. I mean, at this point, they're fucking assholes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm talking about you, like you and your personal armory. You have three ply, charming three ply that you're fucking with, and then you have this low grade or trucker's restroom toilet paper sitting around. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we had we were forced to buy some low grade during the pandemic thing because toilet paper was scarce and then we still have probably like 10 rolls of that left over when we were able to get the stuff we like gotcha so what were you I'm not gonna name I'm not gonna name names but he's gonna know who he is I'm sure he is (laughs) but But every time I would go to this person's house and they, they made good money I mean, the family was better off than mine. <laughs> and they would have the cheapest toilet paper that I've ever seen <coughs> in any house I've been to. You know who you fucking are. <laughs> You're on the Bentley Legal Podcast, Brian. You can out this person. Nobody listens. <laughs> Nobody listens at all. <laughs> yeah. You Except- can literally name drop whoever you want. Well, I mean, in case, in case, in case we ever do make it, I mean, obviously not this episode because Patty ruined it. <laughs> we're, on, we're, on a rock, we're on a rocket ship, and now <laughs> down to Earth. That's true. I don't want to embarrass him, but he knows who he is, and I think you know who I, who I'm talking about. <laughs> I have a pretty good idea. Of who you're talking about, but you also got to take into account not everybody can take three ply. What do you mean not everybody can take three ply? <laughs> I mean, some 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 butts need rougher stuff. Why? Because they're in, not. In what world do any butts need rougher stuff? In this world, no. Yes. In what you tell me, you don't. You better tell the fucking truth. <laughs> <laughs> You, you tell me who in this world wants rougher toilet paper. Tell Wait, me. 
Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. <laughs> tell me now. <laughs> Listen to me. I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. Sometimes, okay, when you take a messy poo, <laughs> right? We're talking uh, on the on the on the scale of like too much Albertos over one weekend, and and uh, your poo is obviously different. You have like eighty percent Albertos in your body, twenty percent water, and forty percent horchata. Okay. It's not a good mix. <laughs> so the scale of this poo is just category F9 mess. You break out the three ply, you're going to be sitting there for standing there for a good hour and a half trying to clean yourself. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's too soft. No, it's not. Yeah. So you're like, wait, did I get everything? I, I need a mirror. Maybe, maybe you know, throw some water on this three ply since it can absorb at least one layer of water. Maybe that'll work. What are you talking about? Just because it's soft doesn't mean it's not absorbent. Yeah, sometimes that means that's what that no, means. No, it's not. Some, I I can tell you from experience, it's never sometimes. And and so and so then you need that rougher stuff so you can be like one, two, three. I got. I'm sure I got everything because I'm bleeding, and there's nothing there. I'm not gonna follow your ridiculous premise. <laughs> it's not a premise, Brent. It's, it's, it's a premise because it's not reality. These are facts. Facts on facts. What's your preferred toilet paper? Um, I would say like two ply is good. But I'm okay with one ply. You're okay with one ply? Yeah, I'm okay with one ply. I want to blow my brains out hearing someone say that. <laughs> I'm fine. No one, no one is okay with one ply. I'm like, if I if, if there's one ply in the house, I'll be like, well, you know. Well, I mean, if some, no- maybe they're taking Alberto poos and they need the rough stuff. Why do you need tough stuff for Alberto's food? I don't understand. So you can clean yourself better. How do you not clean yourself with any other toilet paper? I, I'm not understanding this concept that you're throwing out there. <laughs> Look, sometimes the three pie is too soft. Too soft means you don't feel that clean feeling or that you wiped anything. So that you got anything. But with the rough stuff, you're for sure know that you got everything. Oh, yeah, because you're actually, like, picking up blood, too. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Some, sometimes you might you might get some blood, and you're like, well, I'm, I'm done for sure. <laughs> yeah, because you, you, you want to you get some, <laughs> you want to open up some wounds around all that shit. Right, some fissures, if you will. <laughs> Okay. At least you know you're clean. I guess I guess that makes sense. Okay, good. <laughs> when, you start, when you start seeing blood, that's how you know you got rid of all that flesh that had shit on it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, now, now, now I get it. Yeah. Well, I for sure don't have anything there because it's nothing but blood now. Yeah. There's no skin there anymore, and that's yeah. all that's touching the shit. 
that's all I was touching the shit. I I could go back to healthy living. I had a uh, like uncle in law that worked security at Disneyland. Did he touch you? No. And I said, I asked him one time. I said, hey. How come Disneyland makes all this money and they use some of the cheapest single ply toilet paper in the bathrooms? And then he looked at me dead in the eye and he said, because Disneyland doesn't care if your finger pokes through or not. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I said, okay, that's a fair answer. (laughs) They just don't care. They should have the Mickey logo tattoo on that toilet paper. I don't know why they don't. Well, I mean, they, I don't think they really want you wiping your ass with Mickey Mouse. I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure they don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Maybe Bugs Bunny, but not Mickey Mouse. That's on their to-do list. <laughs> to-do list, number one. Have people not be mad at us anymore. Yeah. Number two, Mickey Mouse toilet paper. Mickey Mouse toilet paper. Number three, <laughs> go back to number one. <laughs> Circle back to number one, so I'm sure yeah. people are super mad at it still. <laughs> so this has been another scintillating podcast, Brian. I gotta tell you, uh, you really bring the uh, hard-hitting conversation to the table. I'll tell you what, I love it. Yeah, it's great. I think, uh, if I were to be honest with you, I think you have a bright future. That's, that's nice of you to say. In this podcasting game that just started. You want me to tell you? Uh, you want me to tell you something? Sure. I. I think you're the rocket fuel that's going to take this rocket to the top. That's very kind of you to say. Very kind. Can I say one more thing? Sure. Go ahead. I love talking to the world (laughs) to show them my nucleus. Show away, my friend. (laughs) Show away. And uh, I think I'll end this podcast this way. I'll ask you a question. When the kaijus come, and they will come, will you build a wall or will you try to be Pacific Rim in it? Well, I mean, I, I think the movie Pacific Rim was two thumbs up, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> way up. Way up. I think I think it proved that when kaijus are involved, walls just don't work unless they're sixty walls deep. But see, and, th- now I think, and we just don't have the resources for that. I think this is something that we should have learned with the first kaiju movies: Gojira, King Kong. Need I go on? Need I the other ones? <laughs> uh, Metal sure. Godzilla, Metal King Kong. What was that turtle one? Like Gamora or whatever? Gamora. Sodom and Gamora. <laughs> Just watch uh, me sodomize this lizard turtle. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> you know, the 
three-headed dong one that was a bird. Was that the was that what one. that turtle one was called? Was Gamora? I don't know if it was Gamora. Maybe Ghidorah? That, that might sound a little, a little more right. Yeah, I don't know. I know that <laughs> there was one that sounded like Gorgonzola. I love Gorgonzola. <laughs> I love I mean, that Why do you think they called him Gorgonzola? But anyway, back to the point. I think we should have learned that lesson that walls don't work with those first movies. And then Pacific Remini comes out. And boy, do they rim you hard. Oh, they rim you. They rim you, bro. They rim you good. They rim you hard. You know, they give you all the spectacles, all the sparkles, all the the fireworks, all the lights. (coughs) Everything that you can ever want. All the beefcakes. All the beefcakes. But what I think my one my one thing that I my one gripe was the wall thing. I don't know why. It just is like for me it was it was a little bit of a loophole. A plot hole, if you will. Not a loophole, plot hole. No, it just it just shows it just shows what happens when you got these spineless bureaucrats not realizing what's going on in the world. Are you talking about the Green Party? No, I'm just talking about whatever governments in fucking Pacific Rim, and they're like, "No, we need to build walls." And then you got Peter's elbow over there, fucking uh, saying about no. Fucking Asian chicks. And then after the first wall goes down, it's like obvious. Yeah, I mean, why would you sit there and try to rebuild it? Oh, I know these monster ass robots. Build yeah. more robots. You need to, yeah, you need to build bigger, more sophisticated robots. Yeah, so that like nine people can drift at one time. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, imagine the size of that thing. Yeah. Did we not learn anything from the Power Rangers? Look how many they use. You can kick a kaiju. You can kick a kaiju in the ass and then butt with that thing. Yeah. No, unless you're the Green Ranger and you drift by yourself. Send it to the moon, bro. Yeah. That was my only gripe. You know? Other than that, I mean, I'll tell you what I'll do when the kaijus come. It won't be protesting the wall. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I'll be doing when the kaijus come is I'm moving inland towards the desert. Well, away from the coast where those things are coming from. Do you think like people in Nebraska and Pacific Rim are just like, uh, oh, I don't know what's going on, but uh. Well, I mean, they know what's normal going, they, over here. They know what they know what I mean. They know what's going on, but I mean, like, you tell me, kaijus don't go to like South Dakota. I don't think so. That's a little. That's a little far inland. They they don't. I mean, they get stopped before there. Yeah. But Unless they jump there. Well, I mean, they can't like really jump that far. Okay. I mean, you saw what I saw. Yeah. Yeah, I was there. I mean, at this point, I'm I'm fucking old, dude, bro. I'm not gonna be fighting no weak kaiju's and Jaeger. <laughs> not with that attitude. Yeah. What if, the, <laughs> what if the president of the United States looked at, looked looked you up and was like, Brian? You're the best drift candidate this world has ever seen. We're gonna need you to suit up. 
Oh, the president asked. You, you gonna give him the shrug? Like, no, I'm not. I gotta wear the wig. I'm 98 years old, sir. Really? I'm okay, the hope. Yeah. Don't touch me. <laughs> I'll I'll yell rape if you touch me again. Yeah. Get away from me, Mr. President. Get away from me, Mr. President. God bless you. I mean, if the president asks, you gotta come out of retirement. I mean, yeah, you do. I mean, how are you gonna say no to the president? If you if you do, then you, you might as well get hung on the spot because that's treason. Yeah, and then you're not American. Well, you're just some fucking. You're some treason loser. You're like Canadian at that point. Ew. Gross. Gross. He's Canadian. <laughs> I have nothing to do with crab juice. Ew. <laughs> crab juice. <laughs> well, that was my last question to end the podcast, Brian. I think, uh, I think I speak for everybody who's gotten this far by saying, uh, God bless you, sir, and your ability to podcast. <laughs> and uh, Bailey Legal just can't wait for the next one. Well, sir, coming from you, that is high praise. It is. So, I'd like to end it on that where we're both riding a monstrous ego trip. Yeah. Because <laughs> our egos just got sucked off by each other. Yeah, he totally did. Yeah. I feel so good. I'm probably going to go do some jumping jacks. I feel so good. I'm going to go right to sleep. Let's see. That's perfect. <laughs> God damn it. That's perfect. All right, man. Okay, everybody. We're going to be signing off. So enjoy. Thank you so much for staying with us. This has been Badly Legal. And uh, we'll see you next time. Loop.